the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Life is a series of circles and cycles, phases and stages. These are your experiences that teach you the lessons of life. You can either ignore them or embrace them. Welcome to the James Cooley Show. It's your life. James is a motivational speaker, author, military veteran, and founder of the James Cooley Foundation. James is here to equip you to strive for greatness and to overcome adversity. It's time to get equipped today for the challenges of tomorrow. Now, here's the host of It's Your Life, James Cooley. Hello, welcome to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley. And uh, uh, just like uh, Michelle and I were just talking about, and uh, uh, we, we just started this. But uh, uh, Michelle, uh, I wanted to ask everyone, have anybody told them today that they're loved and appreciated? If if they haven't, Michelle, tell them. You are loved and appreciated. You are loved and appreciated. And always know that. Always keep your head up high. Always move forward. Always dream big, think big, and be big at everything you do. And, you know, that's what we do on, on the James Cooley Show. Uh, and wherever you listening to this show at, watching it, watching it on TV, etc., um, you can always be a part of the conversation. You can either call into the radio station at one 888 or you can uh, go to the comments on your Facebook, YouTube, LinkedIn, and just uh, communicate with us like that. We're going to make sure that uh, we get your message out there and it's going to be heard. You know, so, Michelle, I am excited about this absolutely fantastic guest that we got on the show today. You know, uh, I, I'm looking forward to it because this guest right here, just looking at the things that we did our research, she is doing a million different things. And she's going to talk to us about a subject today that I believe that uh, – Whenever you're in the process of healing, of uh, whatever that was, whether you had surgery, uh, whether you're doing mental health, whether you're doing this, you have to have balance. Balance has to be there where it comes in a, a lot of different ways. So it has to be equal in each one of the different prospects. Uh, and so so healing is comes in mental, physically, and emotional. And this young lady is going to talk to us about that. You want to pick that up, Michelle? Oh, yes. You know, um, you know, this guest on our show today, you know, healing is is a combination of a lot of things. I mean, of course, there's the physical healing, but in order to heal physically, a lot of other components have to come together. Um, Your mental state, your emotional state and just your basic attitude and just the energy around you. So this guest today, she's going to just explain to us uh about the different ways, healing in ways you never thought possible. Wow. Well, Michelle, why don't you tell our, our listening audience and viewers, uh, first of all, what the title of today's show and, and also the purpose. Yes, the title of today's show is Healing in Ways You Never Thought Possible. And the purpose of the show is getting to know the background of nurse practitioner, medical intuitive, coach, author, speaker, and energy whisperer, Dr. Dolores Fazzino, and talk about the different ways of healing you never thought possible, and also discuss how to create more certainty for ourselves 
the concepts of spirituality and being and doing. And she's going to discuss her career as an author and her concierge surgical coaching program. Can you please introduce this great guest to our listeners? Oh, Oh, great. Dr. Dolores Fazino, DNP, is a nurse practitioner, medical intuitive, and distinguished pioneer bridging the world of spirituality and wellness. With over 40 years' experience in the healthcare industry, she has assisted with over 10,500 surgical procedures. She was gifted when she was a child with intuitive abilities, being empathetic and a highly sensitive person. She's a medical intuitive healer and visionary. She has always been on the cutting edge. She worked under the revolutionary Dr. Bernie Siegel, an international expert and surgeon in the field of cancer treatment and complementary holistic medicine in the 1980s. Dr. Fazino believes healing is a multifaceted interconnected process. She has earned a Doctor of Nursing Practice degree in 2008 from Case Western Reserve University, one of the top nursing programs in the nation. She's currently president of Spiritual Wellness for Life and president of Recovering Healthcare. Recognizing the many gaps in healthcare, Dr. Fazino takes us beyond the mind-body paradigm to include spirituality in wellness. With her education expertise, Dr. Fazino has developed an innovative program to support patients and their loved ones before, during, and after surgery. As a founder of Concierge Surgical Coaching, she's the industry leader in the preparing patients to heal faster and more completely from surgery, chronic illness, and other health and wellness concerns. The James Cooley Show welcomes Dr. Dolores Fazino. Welcome to the show. Well, well, thank you, James, and thank you, Michelle, and you are both loved and appreciated, so <laughs> I want to share that with you as well. I love that. Wow. Um, yeah, wow. I, I, I believe that's so important, Doc, that we tell uh, each other uh, that, because uh, just words sometimes would just help, just lift the person up. And you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to share a real quick story, because I... You know, I learned so much from one surgeon that I work with many years ago that he his secret sauce that he would just appreciate everybody that he came in contact with. And people just love being with him and just, you know, did stepped beyond their capability of what they would do for him. They would bend over backwards to do anything for him. So he taught me so much about just appreciating people because it's just, you know, it's an energy. And as we know, it's just like, you know, that's just a yummy energy anyway. <laughs> so it's like, bring us more of that. <laughs> you know, uh, yeah, that's, 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 that's always fantastic. We have to uh, energize each other, stay focused uh, on, on, on our goal. And so, uh, Dr. Dolores, can you please tell our, our listeners and our viewers where you grew up and how your family inspired you to become the person that you are today? Oh, my gosh. Well, I grew up in Connecticut, um, and I'm one of four children. I'm the oldest. And my mom and dad um, were very hard workers. They were actually entrepreneurs in their own little spirit, you know, in their own little realm because they were self-employed. Um, and, you know, I was a very... Um, inquisitive and intuitive child. I would ask questions about everything that people would never ask questions about, but I would ask questions. And my poor parents didn't know what to do with me. And plus I was very sensitive because I would feel things as well too. So, you know, growing up was, was very interesting in my household because um, I would feel things very deeply, but my parents didn't know. Um, my parents 
grew up in a, a situation where you just didn't feel. You didn't express your feelings. You didn't feel your feelings. You kind of put them on the shelf for later, stuffed them, or just totally ignored them. And so um, what had happened for me, I was, you know, I channeled all that emotion into music and I came very proficient at, at music. And it was a very surprise, a big surprise for people when I became a teenager after my dad had been sick for a very long time. He had back surgery back in the 1960s and picked up a hospital acquired infection, which at that time they didn't have what they have today in order to, to help a person with that. So he was very sick. He almost died. And I knew something was bad, bad was happening, but my mom would just say, ignore it, it'll go away. So my dad did recover from that. And then it seemed like after four years, whenever his immune system got compromised, he would get really deathly ill and would be back in the hospital having to have major surgery. And, you know, one thing led to the other. Well, this would this happened four different times between 1970 and 1975. And by the fourth time that this was happening, my mom had 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 her fill of this because nothing was happening uh, with Western medicine that was helping my father. At that time, too, in 1975, the CAT scanner first got introduced as the newest medical device, uh, I would say, that segued into modern medicine. So they put my dad underneath the CAT scanner and they found, lo and behold, where he had his previous surgery back in 1966. There was an abscess that kept flaring up when his immune system would get compromised and make him, him ill. So the surgeon's solution to this was that my dad would have to have major back surgery, a spinal fusion. Now, remember, back in 1975, spinal fusions were in their neophyte stages of development. They came with high risks of either being paralyzed, you will you, you could die or you might survive. And so my mom was having nothing about this. So I laugh about this in retrospect because my mom started reading of all places in the National Enquirer. And you guys all know about the National Enquirer. That was the rag of the day. I call it the Google of, you know, old times. Well, because they were right. They would write up very interesting articles about different, you know, uh, personal interest type of stories. And it just so happened that there was a gentleman by the name of, Reverend Alex Holmes from Cairo, Michigan, who was somebody who would do laying out of hands. And he had that gift. And he had been doing that work for over 25 years at that time in 1975. And they were writing an article on him because he um, was assistive in healing his brother of leukemia. So my mom was all over this. And my dad was just like, he was a, he was a big skeptic. He was like, he should have been from Missouri, the show me state, because he needed to see evidence that something was going to happen, you know, and it was going to work. So I, you know, what I'm going to tell you now is like what I consider a God moment. So what happened was my mom was in the hospital, my father, and my father said, only if the surgeon agrees to this will I have Reverend Holmes comes in. So my mom goes down to the nurse's station. Yes, you want to say something? <laughs> hey, Dr. Dr. Lewis, can, let's hold that thought. I want to come back and I want to, yeah. we got to take a station break. Sure. So we're going to come back. <laughs> I see you. The doctor did it. It's your life. I'm Dr. James Cooler. See you second. There's more stories of greatness to help you overcome adversity coming up on It's Your Life with James Cooley. 
Noah Dingley here, producer of The James Cooley Show, It's Your Life. And the new audio version of James' book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, is a must-have. James shares his true life story of struggle and success in America. It's both a cautionary tale and a roadmap to achieving the American dream. Get the new audio version of Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, by James Cooley on Amazon.com or wherever audiobooks are sold. The J.C. Cooley Foundation is a nonprofit organization that was started in October of 2014. The J.C. Cooley Foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth, young adults, and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas. We hope that you'll be able to take part in one or more of the many exciting events that we're offering this year and experience firsthand the pride we take in supporting our cause. It's our mission to equip the youth of today for the challenges of tomorrow, and we rely heavily on the generosity of individuals and business owners for support. Without the assistance of community-minded individuals just like you, we wouldn't be able to serve our youth each year. We ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation. This year's goal is $50,000. Your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. Remember that every donation makes a difference regardless of size. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contribution. Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, The True Life Coming of Age Story by James J.C. Cooley. Using humor, wit, and engaging storytelling, James paints a picture about his arrival in a rural deep south town and realization that life would never be the same. Cooley lays out his struggle to adjust from city life to country life and back again, sharing his hard-earned lessons to educate, encourage, and enlighten our next generation of leaders and heroes. Get your copy of Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet by James J.C. Cooley available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold. Streaming now at TheAnswerSanDiego.com and Odyssey.com. It's time to dream big, think big, and be big. It's time for more It's Your Life. Now here's your host, James Cooley. Hello, welcome back to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley and I've got this fantastic guest. So uh, we just got started. The excitement is flowing in the air already. And uh, if you want to be part of this great conversation, that's 1-888-344-1170. Or you can go to the Facebook comments, YouTube comments, LinkedIn comments, and just uh, uh, just type. And uh, we'll share yours on the air. And plus, uh, we'll get this great doctor to ask you a question. So uh, hopefully, hopefully you'll join in. Hey, Dr. Delores, now, uh, you was uh, telling this fantastic story. We had to, to, to pay the bills uh, on that. So we to the bills. But uh, I, I want you to finish that if you can. Yeah. And- well, so what had happened was, you know, since my dad was, you know, from the show me state of Missouri, where, you know, he needed to see something. So my mom marched down to the nurse's station and there was a surgeon sitting there and writing and she announced to the surgeon, um, my husband, you know, I'm thinking about having a spiritual healer come in to assist my husband with his um, illness. And the surgeon was writing, didn't miss a beat, looked up and said, sure, that would be fine. So that was the red, that was the go ahead for my mom to introduce that to my father and said, the surgeon agreed. Well, what happened in the next part of this is interesting. My mom, not even 10 minutes go by, go back out, goes back out to the nurse's station and made the announcement to the surgeon that my husband agreed to have the spiritual healer come in. And the surgeon looked up to her and said, what are you talking about? I never agreed to this. So I call this what 
it was like a divine intervention, a guide, a God moment. Of course, my mother didn't tell him that part of it. But a month later, Reverend Holmes came from Carroll, Michigan, to our humble home in Connecticut. My siblings, my two grandmothers and I were there. And I don't know how the minister knew that my father had a leg length discrepancy. That means that one of his legs was longer than the other. He didn't have any of his shoes in sight. He was barefoot. So he had my father put up both his feet and you could see that there was a one inch gap when he put a book there, said, put your feet down, said some prayers over to my father, touched his belly, touched the top of his head, quoted some scripture. And he, um, after three minutes, he said, now put both your feet up. And they were both the same length. In that moment, I knew that my path was no longer to be a concert clarinetist, but to be a person who is going to bridge the gap between what can be seen and not seen in healing and health. So that's where I made my transition. Now, with my father, 30 minutes more, my dad started crying like a baby because, remember, he needed to see something visual that something was actually happening. So he was sobbing like a baby and the reverend continued praying over him and healing him. My dad was instructed to go to bed and he slept for over 24 hours because when you're working on a person's energy field and it's open, it's realigning, readjusting and reintegrating. And by sleeping, sometimes that's the process that happens with that to help that. A month later, my dad went back to to get a repeat CAT scan, they showed no evidence of any infection at all. In fact, my dad never had a problem with that particular health challenge in his whole entire life, never had to have surgery, and he passed away about 10 years ago at the age of 80. Wow. So that's been my whole pivot mm-hmm. and my life's work, basically. And um, I've been in the clinical setting my whole entire career as a nurse. I've been in healthcare well over 42 years. I've actually been in the realm of surgery as an assistant surgeon for well over 27 years. And I practice in San Diego and in Orange County. Um, and I've, I've assisted on a lot of different surgeries. Now, what makes it interesting for me is this. There's a lot more going on in the world of healing than we know. We are led to believe that it's only a physical thing. There's so many more components to that. Like, you know, we're like a multifaceted, beautiful diamond, each one of us. And each one of those facets, based on what we experience in our lifetime, how we've reacted to it, whether or not we experience our emotions and how we experience our emotions and our connectedness to ourselves. A lot of times we are so disconnected from who we are, our physical bodies, that we have no idea what's really happening in our physical bodies because we're so detached. And sometimes it takes a health crisis in order for us to get reattached so we could figure out what's going on. You know, Dr. Dolores, the title of this show is um, healing in ways that people never thought possible. Mm-hmm. Um, you are a doctor of nursing practice, DNP degree. Can you tell us how do you help people heal in ways they never thought possible? Well, thanks, Michelle. And I love helping people because I could see more of what's going on than the average person because I'm highly intuitive and I'm very sensitive. So um, I feel energy. So a lot of times when one of my clients comes to see me is that I, they'll start talking and I all of a sudden just feel where the strings are being pulled from. Like, you know, if there's a belief or something that needs to be dealt with, 
or if they're connected to their body or not. I could tell that almost immediately. And also how they process things. It's like, it's very much a feel thing for me because it's just like I could feel the sensitivities. Now, um, I'm going to share a, a, share a case study that recently that I worked with a gentleman who had um, open heart surgery up in Northern California. Um, he's an old family friend of mine, but it was just like they reached out to me and they said, you know, Bill's having surgery and we need your help. And, you know, what can we do to, to you know, to help things along? So, you know, knowing that what his history was and how he kind of dealt with his life situations, he was not a feeler. He was an intellectual type of person. He was in his head all the time. He, you know, his work was in science and engineering. So he really was focused on figuring something out. Um, and there was like a disconnect. A lot of times when people are in their head, they're not in their physical body. Mm -hmm. In order for you to be in your physical body, you need to feel your emotions. Key number one, when you're not in your physical body, you're intellectualizing your emotions. And sometimes what happens, people say, I think I feel. Mm -hmm. Okay. They're not feeling. They're, they're, they're analyzing a concept of what a feeling may be, but they're okay. not truly experiencing it. So a lot of times people are cut off from feeling because, of course, we're in a society where it's not a good thing to feel. We've been taught at an early age, don't feel don't feel, but that's such a true essence of who we are as a human being that makes us who we are, that, that gives us that human, um, that humanness that of, of what we, we are in our existence. And actually being, you know, knowing this is that when you are in your physical body, believe it or not, you're in present time. Mm -hmm. When you're in your head, you're either in the past or in the future. You are not, and you can't experience your emotions unless you're in the present moment. So a lot of times people don't know how to get from here to here, their head space to their heart space. So for this one, one client of mine, he needed to have bypass surgery. And we had known that he has a history of not feeling. So for him, we ended up working with him and putting together a guided meditation that helped him before surgery because your mind doesn't know any difference between past, present, or future. It's all happening at the same time. So when you start projecting into the future, but keeping it as now, it's like you're already starting to heal. So we looked at, you know, things that he needed to open up about, things that he needed to forgive about and work with that. And then we actually put together a guided meditation to help him maneuver through the different stages of surgery. And so he had his surgery. And what was interesting was he's developed um, an arrhythmia after. So I'm going to back up a little bit because I think what's important that the audience needs to know is this. A lot of times when people have bypass surgery, heart surgery, they have a tendency after their surgery to go into a depression. This has been documented over, you know, a lot of research and, and time. But, you know, a lot of times there's different um, people have different rationales for that. Personally, I think what really happens is this. When you have cardiac issues, okay, your heart is blocked. When you have emotional issues or maybe you've had really bad hurts in your life or you haven't coped well with dealing with emotions or totally blocked them off, you got hurt or something and you're just like, oh, heck no, I'm not going there again and the block's there. Yes. 
that transfers over into your, your physical body and your body deals with that the way it does and creates whatever it creates. Now, when you're having heart surgery, you know, the, the reason why you needed to have heart surgery, it was blocked. Okay. So you needed to revascularize and, you know, put, put the blood back to where it needs to go so your heart could live. So what happens is this is like, I believe what happens with the depression after is that you haven't had blood flow and nutrients to that heart for a very long time. Now, all of a sudden you had the surgery. Now you do. So it's like, all right, those feelings and things need to go someplace. They can't hide back where they were, or you're going to recreate a problem. So a lot of times that remorse or those trapped emotions aren't being experienced, but now they're, they're there and you're feeling them probably for the first time. And it's coming up as like a depression. So once people, reintegrate that and learn how to work with that or move through that, that passes. Now, in this person's case, which was very interesting, was that he developed an arrhythmia. So I told his wife, I said, oh, he's still hanging on to that because now that he got the blood flow back, part of him unconsciously was saying, oh, heck no, I'm not going there. So he developed an arrhythmia. So once I told him, I said, you know, I think this is what's happening. I think you need to just take a deep breath and just feel whatever's happening that kind of resolved. But as a safety mechanism for him, he ended up getting a, um, a pacemaker and that helped him as well. And he's actually on his in, in rehab right now doing well, but there's a lot of things that I, I, I you know, as being intuitive, it's like I could tap into things as they're happening mm-hmm. and I, and help people make tweaks that they need to. And, um, and so I find this work very rewarding because I do get, you know, you know, people are going to heal and they're going to heal what they need to heal. A lot of times we don't know, we have an intention that we're going to heal one thing. And, you know, there's a, the saying, you want to see God laugh, tell them your plans. (laughs) We're going to take a station break. We're going to come back and we're going to pick this up immediately. It's your life. I'm Dr. James Kluwer. We'll be back shortly after this. Greatness to help you overcome adversity. Coming up on It's Your Life with James Cooley. There is much truth in a journey that ain't over yet, as all of us journey through life's precious gifts of time, just like I have. Hi, I'm James Cooley, host of The James Cooley Show. It's your life. And in the new audio version of my book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, you can join me as I share my true life story of struggle and success in America. It's both a cautionary tale and a roadmap to achieving the American dream. This is a must listen to for anyone who thinks they are stuck in life or need to understand that their current situation is not their final destination. Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet is the unfiltered truth to provide hope for the future by challenging you to refuse to become a victim of life's circumstance and dare to be an overcomer because a bigger, better, and a more impactful life awaits you. Get the new audio version of my book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet on Amazon and wherever audio books are sold. 
The J.C. Cooley Foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth, young adults, and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas. It's our mission to equip the youth of today for the challenges of tomorrow. We ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation. Your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contribution. Noah Dingley here, producer of The James Cooley Show, It's Your Life. And the new audio version of James' book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, is a must-have. James shares his true-life story of struggle and success in America. It's both a cautionary tale and a roadmap to achieving the American dream. Get the new audio version of Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, by James Cooley on Amazon.com or wherever audiobooks are sold. North County. AM 1170. San Diego. The answer. It's time to dream big, think big, and be big. It's time for more It's Your Life. Now, here's your host, James Cooley. Talking about the book. She has written several books, actually. Several books. And uh, I want to pick it up and talk about, uh, first of all, what inspired you to write? And what is your book, Spiritual Awareness for Life, about? (laughs) Oh, gosh, I have it right here. (laughs) Um, You know, I get inspired to write. I've had a lot of, I've been very blessed my whole life um, because of my connectedness to my inner knowingness and my spirituality. Um, I have a very, very rich spiritual life. And a lot of times, you know, we have these epiphanies or aha moments that happen that, you know, it's almost like walking between two worlds for those of us who do that. And so um, my book, Spiritual Wellness for Life, it's inspiring Mm -hmm. life stories of forgiveness, transformation and healing. It's a book about stories from my personal and professional life where there's been those God moments or those aha moments where there's um, a bigger message than what you can see. And so um, I've currently, you know, that was my first book. I'm probably going to write another um, version of it with more added stories because there's continually more and more stories that, that keep and continue to happen in my life and career. So of much certain uncertainty in our today's world. How do we create more certainty for ourselves and the people that are around us? James, that's a real interesting thing, because as we know now, there's so much uncertainty everywhere. And when you are grounded within yourself and you have a relationship with yourself and, you know, you become the eye of the storm, so to say, no matter what's happening around you, you're still really grounded and centered. I call it listening to that little voice within yourself, your intuition, your God spark or whatever people call that. Usually that little voice is your inner knowingness. And it, I think we've all had situations where we get this, this, this hunch that we should do something or not do something. And when we follow through on it, sometimes we're thankful. And when we ignore it, we're like, I wish I listened. That's what I mean. It's like, I think your certainty is going to come from within yourself no matter what's going on around you, especially now, especially with every decision you need to make, in particularly with your health care, too. 
We know our bodies more so than anybody else. Yes, sometimes we have a tendency to give our power away to something outside of ourselves, like going to the doctor, for example, because that's the world that I work in. But you know what? It's like, you know, you lived in your body for as many years as you had. I always tease my primary care physician. I've lived in this Taj Mahal for my whole life. So I kind of know how it works and what's going to work and what's not going to work. And sometimes when they suggest something, there's like a, a, a malalignment. It just doesn't feel right. So you have to trust your feelings on things. And I know that might be a stretch for people because sometimes you don't know how to feel because you've been so disconnected from it. So I think in quite, you know, returning back to what we were talking about, the certainty, learn to have a relationship with yourself, learn to trust that little voice within yourself. It's never wrong. It's always going to lead you the right way. And even if you doubt it, I invite you to go back and retrust it again. Wow. Dr. Dolores, um, you talk about being and doing. Can you tell us a little bit more about this concept? Oh, absolutely. So, you know, we're in a we're in a world where we're constantly in motion. OK. And, you know, prior to COVID hitting, everything was in motion. And, you know, people knew that they needed to get off. I call it the doing around, you know, or the doing mobile because you're constantly in motion. We've been told by society that in order for us to be a productive member, you always have to be in motion. Now, that's not true, because what we have found when people are constantly in motion, they're never in they're in a doing mode. They're in past. They're in past. uh they're in fear mode. Sometimes they're living in the past, living in the future, but rarely are they in the present. Okay. So when you're being, you're actually in the present moment. How do you get to being? It's like, you know, doing some mindful activity. You know, maybe if you have a pet, just spend time with an animal. If you have small children, just be present, fully present with them in the moment. They're the definition of being in the moment. And you could learn a lot by, you know, children and animals. I've learned some of my best, you know, I, I've had great lessons with in the moment from my pets. I had one pet who was like the definition of in the moment. <laughs> and so I learned a lot from, you know, for me by my animals. But anything that you could do, like a craft, going for a walk, Going in a garden in nature that's going to bring you out of your out of your mind and into your body where you could experience and feel everything. That's really important because yeah. when you're in that position, you're going to feel. And the only thing that really matters is like you are, you know, in the moment that you're, you know, that's the only thing that matters. And as we know with, you know, what we experienced with COVID, that was the mass shut down because, you know, the, the doing mobile basically stopped for like two weeks for everybody. And nobody, you know, everybody was really uncomfortable with not being in motion. You got to witness that people just didn't want to stay put in their houses. They were like, oh my God, I can't stay home. I have to go out, whatever. But, you know, some people said to me, so how are you coping with it? I said, it's business as usual for me because I've been living this way for a long time. It's like, yeah, I'm not a hermit. It's just when you're in that being state, this is where you have a connection with your higher self and you get information. And then you go out and I call it divine doing because you're being led to do instead of starting from doing and trying to make something happen and push a boulder uphill. It's so much easier. 
you know, Dr. Dolores, a lot of people have different um, ideas of what is essential to have true health and wellness. Uh-huh. In your opinion, can you tell us at least one of the most essential things to having true health and wellness? I want to say having inner peace. It's That's huge. Mm-hmm. Inner peace. Because if you have inner peace, I think you have everything. You know, it's, it, yeah. Exactly. Well, Nothing can shake you because yeah. you have that inner peace. Well, it's also embracing your sovereignty, your spiritual sovereignty too, okay? Um, That's that part of you that knows who you are and, you know, values who you are, loves and appreciates who you are. Hey, Dr. Dolores, you you talk about uh, the concept of being and doing. Yes. Being and doing. Can can uh, I'm curious uh, to find out a little bit more about that? Uh, can can you tell our, our viewers and listeners? Yes. So an example when you're, I always have a little chart when I give this talk because it's very, it's such a visual thing for people to get it. So just imagine on one side of the board, it's all this doing stuff. So it's uh, there's force, there's being in your head, uh, trying to figure it out. Um, you know, trying to make something happen. There's a lot of force. It's like pushing something up a hill. It's very stressful. It's very fatiguing. And what we know is that over time, people get sick. Whereas on the other side is being. It's more of being in the moment, connecting with nature, um, being in your physical body, experiencing your emotions, because you have to be in your body and fully present in the moment to experience so what happens is this, you have two poles on an infinity sign, okay? Now, we, we're not geared to be one way or the other. It's an ebb and flow, okay? You need both. But instead of starting from doing and think you have to figure something out, I invite people to go to being, like sit in meditation and ask, what's my next step? A lot of times you'll get you know, an inspiration, and then you follow and go to, and do and come back and do this. I, you know, to share a real quick story, when I was in my 30s, I, you know, had been very successful my whole career. And I was an entrepreneur from a very young age. And I was trapped into the doing side of stuff. I was going to make something happen no matter what. Let me tell you, I ended up getting an autoimmune condition for myself. And I realized in my 40s that I had to do things differently because this was not long-term sustainable success. It really was a failure, really, because my health and well-being was not aligned with that. Do you understand? Because of you know trying to make something happen. So it's learning how to be in the flow of life and then creating something different. And go ahead. You're going to say something. No, 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 no. I'm going to add on to that. Uh, yeah. The health and well-being once you finish. <laughs> yeah. And so, you know, what happened was this is interesting because this is another story, but I'll do I'll do a quick one. It was like I was um, had to take one of my pets to the vet and I'm not a morning person for a lot of people who know me, but I had to get up at oh, dark, oh, seven o'clock to get to the vet. And on the way back from the vet, there was a sign that said garage sale and my car just automatically went there. <laughs> I'm thinking to myself, oh, no, no, no. I want to go back to bed. Well, you know, no, the car had another idea. So I didn't know why I was going to this garage sale because I have enough stuff. I should have a garage sale myself. Anyway, long story short, parked three houses down, went to the garage sale, got nothing. But on the way back, walking to my car, a car pulled out of one of the driveways and it was an old colleague of mine I hadn't seen in, in a long time. And she said, oh, my God, 
I wanted to reach out and call you, but you're here. So this is perfect. There is a professor at one of the institutes that wants to meet you and connect with you. So I made that connection. I ended up speaking at their school, but I also ended up speaking at Omega Institute in New York and right back New York because of this person. And that was on my bucket list. So that's what I mean. It's like, if you are in like, you just in the flow, it just like all takes care of itself. And it was like no effort. You mentioned uh, garage sales. Uh, yeah. And sales. I mean, I tell you, Michelle, uh, always, I mean, I, I it's kind of hard for me to pass one of those by without stopping <laughs> and, and looking at it. And, and we don't need nothing. We got, I mean, but I'm just addicted uh, to that. So it's fun. What, it, it, it's fun. And it, it's, uh, but Michelle, she hates it. But we're going to take a station break, but we're going to be back shortly. And continue this great conversation with Dr. Delores. It's your life. I'm James Cooley. We'll be back joining. There's more stories of greatness to help you overcome adversity. Coming up on It's Your Life with James Cooley. The J.C. Cooley Foundation is a nonprofit organization that was started in October of 2014. The J.C. Cooley Foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth, young adults, and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas. We hope that you'll be able to take part in one or more of the many exciting events that we're offering this year and experience firsthand the pride we take in supporting our cause. It's our mission to equip the youth of today for the challenges of tomorrow, and we rely heavily on the generosity of individuals and business owners for support. Without the assistance of community-minded individuals just like you, we wouldn't be able to serve our youth each year. We ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation. This year's goal is $50,000. Your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. Remember that every donation makes a difference regardless of size. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contribution. Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet. The true life coming of age story by James J.C. Cooley. Using humor, wit, and engaging storytelling, James paints a picture about his arrival in a rural deep south town and realization that life would never be the same. Cooley lays out his struggle to adjust from city life to country life and back again, sharing his hard-earned lessons to educate, encourage, and enlighten our next generation of leaders and heroes. Get your copy of Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet by James J.C. Cooley available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold. The Answer, San Diego. Streaming now on iHeart.com and Odyssey.com. It's time to dream big, think big, and be big. It's time for more It's Your Life. Now here's your host, James Cooley. Hello, welcome back to the Life. I'm James Cooley and I'm thoroughly enjoying uh, this uh, conversation that we have with Dr. Lewis. And uh, I, I, I know we, we're laughing at the end, uh, but, but uh, I was talking about garage sales and, and uh, estate sales. And oh, it's, it's consignment shops for me. Guilty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. hey, it, it, it is. And, uh, you know, so I'm guilty of that as well. But it's not that I, we need those types of things and need to get more things. Uh, but uh, we, we just go and we do it. You know, so you talk about uh, telling us about your consignment surgery coaching programs. Can can you explain that uh, a little bit more? Sure. Um, you know, I work with with clients not only if they're having surgery, but even if they're going through life changes, 
or maybe they, you know, I've, I, ha I work with a lot of uh, clients who've had breast cancer and stuff like that, because a lot of times what we know when I see people that are, you know, been diagnosed with, with, with uh, cancers or really chronic problems, there's usually an underlying issue that's happened for a chronically long period of time, possibly maybe even a short period of time, but there's something, something that's a misalignment for, uh, you know, relatively length of time. And, um, you know, a lot of times people start healing once you start, it's, it's almost like flipping switches. It's like, once you get things realigned, and people start um, reconnecting with parts of themselves or, you know, experiencing emotions that or grief that has never been experienced. You know, it's it's all those things are what we call energy, energy balls. OK, and I know this is going to sound a little on the on the uh, abstract side for some people, but this is the truth. Um, we are all energetic beings. Our thoughts are energy. Our beliefs are energy. Our emotions are energy. Sometimes when we dip our toe in the pier in the uh, pool of emotion and we dig it out, it's just like we partially experienced it, but that energy is still there. When you experience your emotion, it's like you're stepping through a bubble, okay? That bubble is there. You're taking a step into it, experience the emotion, and by the time you take another step, you're on the other side of it. A lot of times, you know, when we go through things and we get emotional and we start crying, it's just like we're always trying to, um, you know, back up and like suppress that or, you know, make it go away. And sometimes that's the worst thing we could do because it takes so much more energy to keep that under, you know, keep that, the you know, Pandora's box lid closed that it, it just it drains us. And it, 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 it's like an energy sucker. I hate to say that, but that's the truth. And so when we move through it and you experience it, that energy dissipates and neutralizes. So it's like a lot of times, you know, you have these, if people are going through grief, I mean, you know, many of us have lost our parents and stuff like that. And for me, you know, it's been 10 years and every so often I get this pocket of grief that comes up and I'm very emotional and I just be with it and just allow myself to be with that and have that experience. And, you know, as soon as I do that, it's usually over and it passes. Instead of stuffing that and making it go away, as we don't want to feel, embrace it. Because these are parts of things that we need to experience in order for us to have a rich life as a human being. Our emotions are our secret sauce, really. And we've been, we've been fed, you know, a line that, no, you can't feel and stuff like that. Who the heck said that? <laughs> Dr. Zolores, um, the clients um, slash customers you have coached, what has been some of the, the, the feedback that you received about how you've helped them, how you've coached them? Um, I've received a lot of feedback from people saying that they were experienced more peace of mind and they had a better sense of their life and they understood themselves a lot better. They've also, you know, some people have experienced healings that they didn't anticipate as well. Sometimes their relationships got better. Sometimes, you know, miracles happen. And, you know, sometimes, you know, everybody, everybody's on a different path and they're going to get what they need to get. And, you know, I, I would mention something about this before. It's like, you want to see God laugh, tell him your plans. Sometimes we have blinders on as to the possibilities. 
And when people, when you start moving energy around and reconnecting and rebalancing and realigning things, um, miracles happen. And sometimes they happen very quickly, you know, and if it's, if it's just a shift in your attitude where you're happier, that's all that matters, you know? Uh, Dr. Lewis, can you provide some examples, uh, you know, of your coaching and what would a person expect uh, not knowing what they're going to get out of this? I know yeah. I can ask you a similar question, but right. uh, do you have any examples of, yeah, I actually have have had some clients come by. What you know, one of them in particular, she um, was going through some uh, life challenges and needed some clarity as to which direction she needed. Now, the thing is, is like when I work with people, I don't tell them what to do. We work together in partnership because I want to teach them how to rely on their inner wisdom and knowingness. You know, learn how to trust that little voice inside of them. And I would say to them, you know, this could be a possibility. This could be a possibility. What is, what are you feeling like you're leaning into out of what I'm saying? And that's one thing I said, okay, so follow that. So a lot of times, you know, you know, a lot of times people are just at crossroads in their lives and maybe they don't know what their, their next step is. And it's just teaching them how to learn how to, number one, trust themselves and whatever's coming, you know, in front of them. And I probably doesn't, this is probably not a very concrete answer that you're looking for, but it's very, it's very, you know, it's so individualized and it's so, I wouldn't say um, it's not black and white. There's so much gray to this because we're all uniquely different. We're like this big fruit salad of all these different, you know, fruits. And, you know, you have to work with that because you can't change all of that into one fruit. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're absolutely right. Well, we're coming down to about the last three minutes. I got sure. questions, so we're going to answer these uh, rather quickly. Uh, so uh, you, you talk about, uh, uh, I mean, so do you offer these programs and retreats? And I, tell us about this free gift that uh, if. Sure. Uh, well, first of all, um, I do offer group retreats. I usually I take people to Sedona or Mount Chester or other spiritual places. Um, I don't have anything on the books right now. And I do individualized retreats as well. I work mostly virtually. I do have people who come in person and I do have a free video meditation slash and it is um, a guided meditation to keep you in the present moment because a lot of times we're so off, you know, thinking about something, living our day. And a lot of times when we get disconnected from ourselves, we, like I was saying earlier, we're no longer in the present moment. So this helps people stay in the present moment. And it's a very short guided meditation. It's available on my website. Um, do you need the link for that? or? Yes, yes. If you uh, provide okay. us with the link, we'll make sure that uh, we post sure. that. I will, uh, I will put it right here. Oh, yeah. So uh, also, um, what are some of the takeaways uh, that you want our listeners and viewers to get from uh, this great interview that I'm having with you? You know, what I really want to drive home for people is that you have rights. Take your power back, okay? Whether it's in your health, in your personal life. So many of us have a tendency to do that, just give our power away. You know, and I think we're in a time where it's about learning how to trust yourself, 
step into your own personal power and just recognize that you're a sovereign being and you have every right to be here at this time. That is so fantastic. Um, how can um, our listeners contact you? Yes, uh, you're free to reach out to me through my website, drdoloresvizino.com. Mm-hmm. And also I take emails at dolores at doloresvizino.com. Wow, this has been such a... <laughs> Interesting topic, conversation, and Dr. Dolores, I am 100% with you that we have to heal uh, from, just like I mentioned, mentally, physically, and emotionally. And sometimes one doctor don't fit all. I mean, this, uh, uh, most people think when you get sick, I just go see the doctor and have surgery and this and that. But that, sometimes that doesn't always heal the complete you. In 30 seconds or less, what is your comments on that? I, you know, James, you're, you're spot on a hundred percent, you know, our, you know, our Western medicine talks about, you know, they're, they're notorious for diagnosing, giving a pill or procedure, but rarely do they look at the underlying issues that created the, the, the problem. And we're at a time in healthcare's revolution, if you want to call it that, that people are, there's a lot more sick people than not. And Western medicine has kind of failed people. And so we have to look at other ways and how do we make ourselves healthy and our, our best version of us. We have to p- take ownership and responsibility you and take our power right. back. Yeah. You know, so I want to thank you so much for taking time to come on the James Cooley Show. It's your life. And, you know, I always have to thank my great co-host, Michelle Cooley, my fantastic producer, Todd Pirate. But most importantly, I have to thank my listening audience for taking time, tuning in, listening to the James Cooley Show, It's Your Life. You know, we're always looking for sponsors out there so we can continue to bring absolutely fantastic guests like Dr. Delores here. So one thing I want you all to think about, always, I want you to dream big, think big, and be big at everything you do. We'll be back next week, same time, same place. It's your life and Dr. James Cooley. Thanks for joining us for It's Your Life with James Cooley. To learn more about James, how you can support the show or become a guest, visit CooleyFoundation.org. Join James weekdays at this same time for more motivation and inspiration to help you become equipped today for the challenges of tomorrow. This has been the James Cooley Show. It's your life where you learn how to dream big, think big, and be big at everything that you do. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.